You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a few stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, my wonderful wacky family. These stories are all about the ways that we appreciate our wacky, lovable relatives, no matter how bizarrely they behave at times. So our first way I've titled Making Family Whatever You Decide It Is. So in this story, Grant Madden married Susie, and he knew he was signing up for a blended family. What he didn't know was that Susie's ex-husband Joe would be part of the mix, and on top of that would become one of his best friends. Joe was the first to congratulate Grant on joining the family, and he encouraged Grant to co-parent their daughters. Grant says, as the girls grew up, our relationship became more of brothers-slash-husbands. We socialized together, went metal detecting on the beach, and attended college football games. I introduced him as my wife's ex-husband, and he introduced me as his ex-wife's husband, as if everyone had the same family structure. When Joe got cancer, it was Grant who drove him to chemo and went in with him. And Susie and Grant were there with Joe when he got his final prognosis. Grant was even with Joe when he drew his last breath. Grant never imagined that his wife's ex-husband would end up becoming such an integral part of his life. All right, our second story is about sharing a pet with the whole neighborhood. Karen Langley Martin decided to go all in when she moved to the suburbs from the city. She bought six hens with a variety of coloring and set up a chicken coop. The chickens were well-behaved, obeying when her husband shooed them from the backyard into the coop at night. Well, all except one. One of the hens was a little more free-range than desired. She flew straight up into a tree instead of walking into the coop. That chicken got away. And the next morning, there was a post on the neighborhood Facebook page about her. The neighbors were excited about this errant hen, naming her Freebird and reporting on her sightings. When the weather turned colder, Karen started to worry. By January, two things had become clear to her. One, Freebird was not coming home. And two, Freebird was not a chicken. That runaway hen was actually a guinea fowl. You can keep guinea fowls with your chickens and you can eat their eggs, but they are a different breed and exhibit different behaviors. While guinea fowl are way more aggressive and wild than chickens, Freebird finally met her match that spring when a hawk or an owl got her. But Karen took heart in her bird's fierce independence, imagining her influence on the neighbors as they navigated the strict rules of their homeowners association. 
All right. Story three is about how doing some family projects is legendary. So have you ever had a family funeral for a hamster or gerbil? I know I've had plenty. Well, if so, you'll understand what Deborah Martin's family was doing one day when they gathered to have a farewell ceremony for a pet project that needed to end, and that was the waterbed. How did this come about? Well, Deborah's mother was always filled with decorating ideas, and she was always up on the latest trends. So when waterbeds became popular, she decided that she and her husband needed one, even though he was a seafaring engineer who had no desire to experience more waves while on shore. Eventually, after some memorable leaks that he had to repair, Deborah's dad won the battle, and it was decided they would send the waterbed off to a watery grave. The family gathered around the offending bed and a garden hose. The hose was hooked up, and the water turned on, and then they waited and waited while that darn waterbed merely got bigger and bigger. Where was a leak when they needed one? Finally, Deborah's dad stabbed the bed with a knife. Still nothing. He stabbed it over and over again, but it hung on. Finally, after Deborah's nephew jumped on it repeatedly, a small leak developed. And after a very long day, the waterbed finally released enough water so that Deborah's dad could bundle it into the back of his truck and take it to the dump. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our fourth story is about making silly mistakes with the one you love. So Toya Qualls Barnett lives in a house full of men, which means that she's accustomed to her husband and sons asking where things are as if they've outsourced that knowledge to her. So she knew she was in trouble one day when she found her husband standing perplexed over a pile of his dirty laundry. He said he had looked everywhere for his new pair of red underwear. He wanted to wash them. Toya bowed out of this one. After all, he had lost the same pair of underwear the prior week. And then a minute later, she heard her husband laughing behind the bathroom door. He emerged with his pants down around his knees, wearing his red underwear. He'd had them on the entire time. And story five is about keeping those embarrassing family secrets. And speaking of underwear, Kate Bronson has her own story to tell, this one about her grandmother. So Kate, her mom, and Granny were at the gas station, and Granny hopped out to pump the gas. But as she negotiated the tight door opening in her dress, she got a funny look on her face. And then she shuffled her way to the gas pump with one hand pinching her dress at the waist. Granny had said that she would pay for the gas, but now she called out to Kate's mom that she should go inside and pay. Kate's mom asked what the problem was, but Granny, her face bright red, said she couldn't talk about it right then. When the gas was pumped and paid for and everyone was back in the car, 
the truth came out. Granny had been wearing an old pair of underwear, thinking they had a little more life left in them. When she wiggled her way out of the car at the gas pump, the elastic had finally let go, and her panties had begun the long fall to her ankles. What could she do but step out of them and kick them under the car? And that was how Granny's panties turned from underwear to underwear. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. From Chicken Soup for the Soul, my wonderful wacky family, you can go to our website, which is chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book. And you'll find it at Amazon and wherever else books are sold. If you want to read stories from this book and our other new collections, sign up for our daily newsletter and we will send you a free story in your email every day. Just go to chickensoup.com and click on newsletter sign up. You can also follow me on Twitter where my handle is at Amy Newmark and you will see links to our free stories and to this podcast. Come back for our next episode to hear two stories about accepting your loved one's dementia and joining their new reality from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Navigating Elder Care and Dementia. Dementia.